Let's turn up your awesomeness, Healthy You. Welcome to the Healthy You Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Scott Haggerty. Healthy You is an online health university to give you all of the resources you need to live a life of optimal health. Our mission is to share everything that we have learned about health, decipher what the research says, and we will interview top doctors, researchers, and practitioners from all areas of health and wellness to give you the most cutting edge information on preventative health. What to expect? Well, we're gonna learn a lot, have a lot of fun, grow constantly, and challenge you to grow too. Make sure to hit that subscribe button to get all of our latest episodes, and we'll see you on the inside. What's up, Healthy You? Hey, this is Dr. Scott Haggerty, and in this episode, we are going to talk about epigenetics versus genetics. Guys, this is a bit of a heavy topic. We're not gonna go super crazy deep into the science because I want everyone to have a really good understanding of what epigenetics is so you can really understand how it is applied in real life because it's a topic I find that is heavily misunderstood. So dive in, be ready to take some notes, ask questions, and we will really understand what epigenetics is before we finish this episode. Hey guys, Dr. Scott here. So hey, let's talk about this conversation of genetics versus epigenetics. I find that this is an area that even though this is this term has been out there circulating in the literature for quite some time, it is also widely misunderstood. When we have conversations with patients, right? So many times people default back to genetics as being kind of a finished deck of cards that this is the hand that I was dealt and this is the way that I'm going to express my health and my life and it's kind of a done deal. And that is a very incomplete thought process because people still hear a lot of messaging that's out there in the mainstream media and in a lot of medical literature where genetics is, is really kind of taught as this is the only hand that you're given, you can't do anything to change it. And I, I wanted to, to have this conversation today kind of as a result of a call that I had with a patient this afternoon where she was talking about um, her two kids are both showing signs of anxiety. And she said, oh, and my husband and I both have anxiety. So so the, the anxiety in our family, it must just be genetic. And I had to literally have this conversation with her about epigenetics, that your genes can turn on certain um, transcription of genes that will reinforce things like that response in, in the nervous system where it'll fire up the activity of the area called the amygdala that drives stress and anxiety. But epigenetics is the environment around the genes that leads to the production of certain gene sequences, transcription of certain gene procedures, certain genetic programs that will turn on activity. So for example, if you were to take the same family and have them all in separated and put into homes in environments that are very calm, very tranquil, um, low stress, low anxiety, what you would find is that they would all likely take on that type of a behavior pattern where they would be low stress, low anxiety, because the environment in which they are exposed will change the way that their brain is producing genes and expression inside of the brain, right? And then they will learn those behaviors and it will reinforce itself. When you put people who have a history of anxiety together, then they create an environment where there is always 
stress and anxiety around them so that it fires off the transcription of genes that activate the amygdala and those neuro neurotransmitter processes begin to fire up those areas in the brain consistently so you reinforce it. And so it's important that you have this conversation because if it's a genetics is a done deck of cards and there's no way to change it, then you are completely disempowered in the ability to help yourself if you see anxiety in your family or if you are facing a disease process that someone in your family had breast cancer, so automatically I must get breast cancer. Or, um, you know, we have diabetes in the family, so I'm going to get diabetes. And that's not in any way, shape, or form how it works. There is so much research that shows that lifestyle, lifestyle is this massive contributing factor to um, the likelihood of developing diseases. I mean, you can go through and comb the, the literature and you will find countless papers now that show that there is this massive ability to alter your risk for heart disease and cancers of just about every type and a million other conditions like diabetes and otherwise by altering lifestyle. And when you, what you're doing when you do that is you change the epigenetic environment. So if you have a diet that is extremely inflammatory, right? You're eating lots of processed foods, um, lots of sugar, lots of things that are known to be inflammatory, lots of chemicals. Then what they do is they surround the, the genes, the environment where the genes are going to be transcribed from, and they create an environment that begin to alter genetic code, genetic transcription. And so, for example, you know, if you've got something where there's this chronic injury to the tissues from inflammation inside of your body from food, eventually your body is going to start transcribing the genes to start to create changes in the tissues that are more permanent in nature that are protective, right? It's, it's the way the body's designed. It's going to do what it can to be healthy, but it's also going to be fighting insults from toxins, from the nervous system, from everything that you're exposed to to try to do the best that it can to function. If the environment is one that is constantly toxic, whether it's physically or chemically or neurologically or emotionally, then the body's defenses will wear down and eventually begin to change in response. It's kind of like a, a callus. The body can only adapt so long before it has to start to change. And those adaptations, those changes as epigenetic influences will oftentimes be things where we start to see they start to negatively affect our health, right? Whether it is mental health or our physical health, whatever it might be. So it becomes really important that we become aware of this because you have more power to go and change the structure of your body, the function of your body by being aware of these epigenetic concepts. Let's, let's take, for example, in a case where, you know, you're dealing with stress in the home, right? So there is so much research out there that has shown that if you change the environment in your home, right, by taking action on doing practice on exercise and meditation and chiropractic and you do things that constantly and reinforce change in the nervous system, calming the brain down, then what ends up happening is your brain begins to change. You begin to see changes, not just in how you behave, but when you look on things like fMRIs and MRIs in general, you see structural changes to the brain when you change the stress environment inside of your nervous system the brain will actually begin to rebuild neurons. It's pretty darn cool when you think about that, right? Because the more you are in a stress-dominant environment, you'll actually see decrease in size in areas of the brain like your hippocampus, which controls memory processing. But you'll see increases in areas like the amygdala and the centers that control a lot of our stress responses in the limbic system.
So when you, when you start to change the architecture of the brain by changing the environment, the more that you do that, the more your brain reinforces that by producing new neurons, right? Those are genetic influences, right? That are being modified, <clears throat> excuse me, by the environment that you're creating. And the more that you reinforce those changes, the more hardware they become, but the more the gene transcription changes so that your body starts producing this better quality, better functional type of neuro neurological connection within the brain. It's a really, really amazing process when you think about it. That's why it's so important that you have an awareness that even in the, in the terms of your brain, these neurotrans, uh, these neurotransmitting, or excuse me, neurological translation, right, of these genes can be directly influenced by what you think, what you see, what you feel, and the way that you are able to change your brain through what is coming in and the environment you create. It's a really, really cool thing from the perspective of neuroscience. Now, sorry guys, need to drink water there. Now, if you take it into physiology, that also means that if you are someone who has had a, a, a lifestyle where you've not exercised and you've eaten bad and you've not taken vitamins and you've not you know, really controlled your health and you decide that you want to start changing your health, you want to start taking on better lifestyle habits, then what will happen is that your physiology, your body, your tissues will all begin to change and adapt. And the, what's really cool is, you know, it, for example, let's take the, the show The Biggest Loser, right? When they would go through, when they would do the, the biological age in the beginning of the show and the biological age at the end of the show, right? So they would give these big number differences. But in reality, what was changing is that the physiology of those the, the individuals on the show were changing so drastically because they changed what they were eating. They began exercising. They began changing their nervous system. They began changing their muscle. They began changing their vasculature. They began changing their metabolism, everything. So that environment that they created where they were put in this controlled situation where they exercised a lot and they ate really well, it altered genetic expression that altered their physiology, that altered the health of their body, their cardiovascular system, their immune system, their neurological system. That's why you see so many health changes. Because the nice part about, you know, the genetics of, of the, the individual is they are never fixed. They're, and I mean fixed as in terms of like there's never a fixed point. They never stop adapting. The body's always going to try and transcribe genes to try and create a, the best environment possible based upon what we're being exposed to. So if you take on positive lifestyle change, you're eating well and you're exercising and you're taking supplements and you're doing all the things necessary to really begin to change and improve and empower yourself for better health, then what will happen is your genes will begin to change and they'll begin to rewrite and they'll begin to go and refire. And so now you start getting, you know, positive changes in the tissues in your body. You know, organ health improves, vascular tone improves. Your body will actually start to grow new blood vessels if you start to do cardiovascular exercise, right? And strength exercise. Because there's this process called um, angiogenesis where when you start to work out and you start to, to increase the size of the muscle tissue, well, you need new blood vessels that go in there. So angiogenesis means that your body will start to put new blood vessels. So from, you're talking arteries outwards and capillaries and, um, and blood vessels to return and lymphatic vessels and even new nervous system structures, right? So you'll get new nerves that'll go over into these tissues because every, every cell in the body has to have a nerve connected to it for it to live. And so 
All of these are genetic transcription changes that the body initiates by taking on exercise and dietary changes. So, so from that perspective, like what you need to really own is that you can change your health by making lifestyle change. You can change your brain by making changes to your environment. All of these things are never really a finished fixed point. If you, if you slip out of good lifestyle habits, you'll see your health begin to decline. But if you continue to make positive lifestyle choices, you will watch your lifespan, right? Lengthen because you're making positive choices. You'll watch your lifetime health improve because you're making positive choices. Now, listen, for every argument, guys, there's always going to be the handful of people you can say, well, what about this guy who exercised all the time? And there are some genetic factors that we can't override. But we know in the bigger picture that when you really own your genetics, right, the epigenetics, the ability to go and change your genes through lifestyle, you have a massive ability to go and change your health, your quality of life, your outcome. You can reduce risk factors for cardiovascular disease and cancer and a million other things by changing the genetic environment, the epigenetic expression, by changing what you put into your body, what you put on your body, what you think, what you feel. All of these things you have the ability to alter and in turn you can change your quality of life dramatically. So I hope that this 12 minute overview of, of epigenetics gives you some inspiration and some understanding that you have more power than just a fixed deck of cards. And if this is something that you've been concerned about or you're, you know, you have questions about and you want to learn more about, there's a lot of great resources out there. Um, researchers like Dr. Bruce Lipton have uh, really been publishing a lot of great literature on epigenetics for a long time because he's the one who really pioneered this. So I would encourage you to look up his work. But, you know, you can even dig into, uh, into things about neuroscience where, you know, you talk about things like um, yoga and meditation and stress management tools and how you all see structural changes in the brain. Just go into Google and, and look at structural changes in the brain as a result of doing yoga or meditation. And you'll see lots of research articles pop up. And it's really profound the changes that, that occur when you do these kind of things because all of those are epigenetic changes that change the structure and function of the body and the brain. Okay, guys, hope this was a, a helpful episode for you. Hope it helps you to improve your health. I hope that helps you on your mission and your journey to take care of yourself and to take care of your children. And uh, just to hope that, you know, as we, we put these messages out there to you, um, that they're helping you to have better control of your health, creating a healthier home for you and for your family. So if this was useful, guys, do me a favor, go to, um, to iTunes and give us a review. That's really helpful. It helps people to hear more about our message. If it's something you benefited from too, I'd love to go and see some, uh, some social media sharing of the episode. Share this with your friends and loved ones because many people need to hear this message. So if you have questions, you can go to EliteFamilyChiros.com and you can send me messages directly or you can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash EliteFamilyChiros, Instagram.com backslash EliteFamilyChiros. Send us a message, let us, let us know how we can help, okay? God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you in the next episode. If you want to learn more about pediatric chiropractic and the work that we do, go to www.elitefamilychiros.com. If you're looking for a chiropractor specifically in your area, you can also go to our provider directory, pxdocs.com.
Thank you for listening to the Healthy You Podcast. This show is for you, so we want your feedback and your questions, and here is how you do it. Number one, go to our show page on anchor.fm, and you can send us a voice message that we may answer in a future episode. Number two, join our Facebook group and post your questions in the forum so that our rapidly growing Healthy You community can benefit from the answers as well. Our Facebook group is a great place to connect for bonus content and special masterclasses as well. We look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Until then, stay awesome. Thank you.